Good afternoon, everyone. You are listening to WCCR 94.5 LPFM. We're coming at you live from Williamsburg, Kentucky, right here on the University of the Cumberland's campus. You're listening to a brand new edition of The Foreigner and the Traveler. I'm one of your hosts, DJ Bree. And I'm DJ McKay. I'm finally back this week. Yay! I'm not all by myself this week. <laughs> nope. Um, DJ McKay was actually at the business forum last week, so I kind of had a bit of a solo performance. Yes. Um, speaking of performances, before we get right into... Uh, Right show. into what we're going to be talking about today. Um, we got a couple of things that we got to kind of throw out there to everybody. Yes, they're very exciting. Yes. Um, the first is that the UC women's golf team is going back to nationals. Yeah, in Savannah, Georgia this year. Yeah. And I know Annabeth has actually played the course, so I'm super excited to get some inside information. Yeah. Um, we actually ended up winning the Mid-South Conference Tournament by 23 shots. We sweeped that tournament. We really, really did. The top four were from UC. Yeah, actually. It went uh, Rachel Pingleton, who was the medalist for this tournament. Then it went Caitlin Riley, who also won Freshman of the Year for the Mid-South Conference. Then it went our very own DJ McKay. And then myself in fourth place. And, of course, you won Player of the Year. Thanks. <laughs> so, that's awesome. Um, it's actually really weird thinking, like, being Player of the Year for my senior year. Because usually people who, it's their senior year, they're like, okay, I'm done. They like, kind of check out, almost. Big time. Like, I know you played with one of the girls, and that's kind of what happened during the last round. Yeah, she... She got so emotional. She was just like, the entire time, this is my last round. I can't believe this. My college golf career is over. And at one point, she started crying during the round. Yeah. Well, I definitely know walking down seven, which was technically hole 16 for me, yeah. as a shotgun start, um, it definitely hit me. And unfortunately, you could see it in my scores. But I'm sitting there going, oh, I am leaving. I'm graduating. Like, it hit me all on the middle of the golf course, which is not the right place for it to hit you. No, but you know what? It's okay. We had your back. Exactly. And we still won. We completely, I mean, we kicked some butt. I definitely agree. And we're definitely going to do that at Nationals. Oh, yeah. Um, when do we leave? May 9th? Yeah, so and then it starts. Our practice round is Monday the 11th. Mm -hmm. And it goes four rounds on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yep. So if you want to check out what our uh, women's golf team is doing, you can actually follow on the NAIA website under the golf tab. So now to kind of get into what we are doing today. Um, I'm sitting in class trying to figure out i'm text annabeth i'm like so what exactly are we doing today and she's like let's do caribbean yeah let's do the islands so i'm super excited this is not my area of expertise even though i do know quite a bit about the food um this is definitely annabeth's uh specialty and you actually know somebody who lives in the islands yeah my uh my god sister and uh, my godparents live down in saint martin which is the island is divided in half, so it's half Dutch and half French. Oh. Yeah. So you have both cultures coming together at once. And then not even five miles across the channel is Anguilla, and it's a British island. So you've got 
three different cultures all in like 10 miles is there have you been there yeah um my question to you is is there a specific place where all three cultures kind of like amalgamate together um well it's not like you can cross over between all of them so Mm. i mean you definitely get more of the french culture on the french side more the dutch culture on the dutch side but it's pretty much a melting pot everywhere because okay because they're so close together you get everything very cool um so what is your favorite part about the islands hmm well i love going to the beach but of course yes. I, I think everybody does yes and i really like i mean my favorite part is music i think which of course is her area of expertise yes it just kind of the steel drums just take you even if you're not on the islands or on the beach or anything you still have that kind of it sets the mood and it feels like you're there when you listen to it oh well i definitely think that that's something that i'm gonna have to look into yeah um so what year did you end up going there or years should i say Oh, geez. Um, Keep giving her the hard questions today. I think we started... I mean, my parents went there, I think, on their honeymoon. Like, they did a catamaran uh, cruise. Okay. I think they stopped there. But I didn't go there until, like, the early 2000s. Like, 2000... 2000, maybe. And then up to 2010. I mean, I've been there a lot. So, what do you think culturally is the biggest difference? Um, obviously, it's different types of cultures that are influence, influencing it. So, what do you think is the biggest culture shock um, to say versus being here in the United States? Well, it's it's obviously it's a lot more laid back because it is you're as you know the saying goes you're on island time, mm-hmm. and it's not as you know hustle and bustle as it is here, because it's not you know corporate america it's all beach island and you're there to some people are there to work that's where they live but it's just it's not the same as america Hmm. even on the u.s virgin islands it's not so you've been to both then yes very very cool so when we come back everybody of course we're going to continue talking all about jimmy or about the caribbean well jamaica's Uh, included well i was going to say uh when i get back Uh, One of the girls that used to play on the basketball team was actually from Jamaica. So I'm going to talk a little bit about her. And, of course, we're going to keep badgering Annabeth with all these questions. Um, But first, we have some American Pie by Don McLean. 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 Sorry. Well, back home, we kind of say more like McLean versus McLean. Yeah. Um as you guys have always made fun of me for the way I say my A's. Yes. So right here is American Pie, and when we come back, we're talking about everything Caribbean. A long, long time ago. Welcome back, everybody. You are listening to WCCR. More music, more variety, no commercials. I am one of your hosts, DJ Bree, and the other one is trying not to sneeze at the moment, which is DJ McKay. Yes. Um, (laughs) So today we are talking about the Caribbean. Now, it's actually kind of funny because during the break, Annabeth and I were talking and I'm sitting there going, you know, I've never been there. I don't really know a whole lot about it. And I'm like, wait, yes, I do. I've been to the Dominican Republic. 
And Annabeth is like, yeah, I was kind of wondering why you were saying you've never done anything there. Yeah. So it's actually kind of cool because when the music is turned on, her and I get a good chance to talk. And it's always pretty entertaining, I do have to say. To say the least, I think. <laughs> Definitely. So. Um, so we're talking about Caribbean culture today. Um, and this is definitely the culture portion. Yes. So one of the things that I was doing a little bit of research um, for the show, and one of the biggest things is the Caribbean is essentially elements of numerous different cultures like we talked about, um, but it also has a lot of immigrant populations yes, which have been incorporated. Now, when you went down, I know we were talking about some of the places that you went down to. So can you just clarify where you've been? I've been to the Bahamas. Um, I don't remember much because I was little. Mm -hmm. So I can't really tell you much about the Bahamas. I've been to St. Martin and Anguilla. Mm -hmm. And I think that's it. My parents have been to a lot, a lot more of the islands than I have. Okay. But... Um, I know one of the things that I noticed a lot there, and we were talking about it, is just the difference in poverty standards. Um, yeah. Where I went in the Dominican Republic, we were actually told to stay on the resort because it was fenced in, because it's very dangerous for people to leave because of all the violence that goes on there. And unfortunately, while we were there the last couple of days, I ended up getting uh, heat stroke. And when I got heat stroke, um, my dad actually ended up having to go to a local market and get me medicine. And everybody is like, uh, sir, you really should not be leaving right now. He's like, it's for my daughter. I have to do this, which is kind of funny. Um, so one of the thing or one of the other things that we got to talk about, and of course, Annabeth has kind of mentioned this a little bit, is the music. And I personally really want to get into the music portion more than the food portion today because that is such a huge, huge influence. Right. Like, when you think of Caribbean, the first thing you think of is the music. Yeah. Whenever you think about the islands, what do you think of? Reggae music. Exactly. Bob Marley, Damian Marley, all of them. In which, actually, we do have some Bob Marley coming up soon. Yes, we do. So, Annabeth, this is your specialty, so I'm going to let you kind of rant a little bit about it um i know you're huge into all different forms of music but can you talk a little bit about what makes caribbean music caribbean music well the biggest thing is they use steel drums which is completely just their own instrument i'm confused well no other type of music uses steel drums except for island music anything like that really yeah well you don't i mean it might cross over into pop music but that's when they're taking you know influence from reggae music or island music is or whatever you want to call it so i mean it's very specific to reggae music wow mm -hmm. um i know when i was in the dominican um it was actually kind of funny because we went to a street vendors festival with kind of the group that we were with at and everywhere you went, there were these little tambourine drums <laughs> that you kind of rolled. And I could not believe how much of an influence that was actually in the culture itself. Yeah. No, music is a huge part of the culture down there. 
And also the different types of dancing. Yeah. Like, the dancing... Like, I know when we were talking about the Ukrainian... Uh, or the more of the, like, the Slavic show, we talked about the dancing. And Caribbean dance is very much your entire body, but it's more based from your upper body. Yeah, well, it's very... It's got a lot of influence from the African dancing yes. because there's so many immigrants from Africa. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it has a little bit of the Western culture in it since, you know, there's always the French and the Dutch and the British and all, I mean, all the, those cultures in there as well who colonized all this, the islands. But, mm-hmm. I mean, so you get a good mix of both, which is cool. Definitely. Um, and kind of to, like, piggyback on that, um, when you were out there, did you, like, watch any of, uh, like, the street performances? Well, there's this place. It's called, um, it's Silly Key. Okay. And it's, it's this own little island, and it's not big enough to spit at. You're laughing at my, <laughs> at my words, but it's okay. Hey, you do it all the time to me. I know. <laughs> I make fun of your accent all the time. <laughs> uh, literally all of the time. Well, you know, when you say against instead of against and a boot instead of about. I do not say a boot. Yes, you do. I do not. Yes, you do. You just don't notice it. Anyway, getting back to what we're supposed to be talking about. <laughs> um, there's this island that's called Silly Key and it's, uh, just has an, it has a restaurant on it. And it's basically all barbecued lobster and like crawfish and... Uh, chicken and everything. It's got all the seasonings from the islands. In which we will be talking about that a little bit later. Yes. And they have this big cabana on one of the si- on one of the parts of the island. And they have um, all the instruments set up and everything. And a lot of the um, performers will come out off of their instruments during one of the songs. And they'll start dancing. And they'll pull people from the audience in. And it's really fun. Because, I mean... It's really funny, too, because none, none of the people in the audience know how to do the dances. <laughs> so they look like they're flailing their arms, and they just look like a bunch of tourists. I mean... Tourists? Yes, tourists. I said tourists. <laughs> it's the way you say it. Well, oh. um, That actually, weirdly enough, um, I really hope... The movie that that makes... That, that reminds me of is Enchanted. When she's walking through Central Park. Oh, yeah. And all of a sudden, the guy starts singing. Oh, yeah, the guy with the dreadlocks. And, and that's a steel drum, actually, yes. what he's playing. Um, it's actually kind of funny that you bring up dreadlocks. Because the next person that we're going to be talking, or listening to, should I say, actually, that's his signature look. Yes. Like, you can go to Walmart and buy Bob Marley caps that have dreadlocks. Yeah. Yeah, you can, actually. I didn't think about that. Yep. It's uh, one of the things that my family, weirdly enough, talks about quite a bit. Dreadlocks? No. Or Bob Marley? Bob Marley. Okay. Um, I was going to say, that's a strange topic for conversation. <laughs> Let's just bring up dreadlocks. Well, you know, it's my family. We're not the most normal in the world, but I love everyone. Hey, it's family. You gotta love them. They're the only ones you got. So we're going to listen to some Bob Marley, and then afterwards, of course, we've got to play some Beach Boys. They may not be Caribbean, but they do have kind of a little bit of that feel. So here is Bob Marley. Welcome back, everybody. I do hope you enjoyed a little bit of Kokomo by the Beach Boys. 
I know Annabeth and I have been sitting over here uh, jamming out, may I say? Yeah. And then, of course, we listened to some Bob Marley. We cannot talk about Caribbean and not play some Bob Marley. Yeah, it's it would be a sin. So he may actually be popping up again later on in the show. Hint, hint. <laughs> so now we kind of got to switch to one of my favorite things. We get to talk about the cuisine. Of course. Um, and actually, the cuisine itself has a lot of different influences, as we've been talking about, by different cultures. Right. But the most common dishes are rice, plantains, beans, cassava, cilantro, bell peppers, chickpeas, tomatoes, sweet potatoes, coconut, and all different various forms of meat that are locally available, such as beef, poultry, pork, and, of course, fish. And another big thing that they use, especially in Anguilla, is goat. Yes, big time. So we were on the beach one time. We go to this beach called Shoal Bay. Okay. And they have this little shack. It's called Uncle Ernie's Ribs. They are the best ribs I've ever eaten. And I think I was probably third grade, maybe. Okay. And we went to Uncle Ernie's, and they're goat ribs. Ooh. And I'd never had goat ribs before. And we went down there, and my parents said that I had um, barbecue sauce from ear to ear. I mean, I was just covered in barbecue sauce. <laughs> that is awesome. Well, you know, in the Italian um, tradition, should I say, if it's not on your face, you didn't enjoy it. That's true. Um, so I definitely, is- definitely enjoyed it then. So, one of the things that they actually tend to put on a lot of their, uh, a lot of their meats, a lot of their vegetables, and could possibly have been on those ribs, is actually something called Jamaican Jerk Spice. And I, myself, cannot do it, and Annabeth is going to understand why in a minute. Um, it is mainly made up of uh, allspice, which is actually called pimento in Jamaican, and scotch bonnet peppers. Scotch bonnet peppers is actually one of the third or fourth um, hottest peppers on the Scoville scale. So there is a huge reason why I cannot do um, jerk seasoning. (coughs) Other ingredients tend to include cloves, cinnamon, scallions, nutmeg, thyme, garlic, and salt. Hmm. So I can do everything else except for the bonnet peppers. So basically, if you take that out, you're good. Yeah, it sounds like an amazing spice. Have you never tried it before? Oh, I have, and I paid for it dearly, unfortunately. Um, I have... um, There have been plenty of times where I have actually tried it, and I'm pretty sure I thought I almost died. Like, to me, it is so hot. Oh, this weekend when we were at Chili's... Uh Uh-oh. And we got... We did the tea for 20, and we got, what, Texas cheese fries. Yes. And you were like, make sure... The jalapenos are on the side. I said, they're not that hot. I can't do them. I'm like, Sadie. Sadie's Colombian. Oh. So, you know, you, sh- you would think that she could handle a little bit of heat when- from food. No. She, Victor, one of the guys on the guys' golf team. He's Swedish. Yes, he's Swedish. Um, he made a bet with Sadie that she had to eat all of the jalapenos in, the, in these little, uh, like, cups that come with mm-hmm. the fajitas. The condiment cup. Yeah. Uh, in, like, what, two minutes or something? No, two bites. 
two bites. And there there are quite a few jalapenos in that little cup. In two bites. And they still had the seeds, which makes them even hotter. Yeah, the seeds are the hottest part. And she couldn't do it. And I was like, well, give them to me. I'll do it. Unfortunately, she didn't give them to me, but I could have done it. Well, of course, Texas over here is I going love to jalapenos. We go out anywhere, and I'm usually the one that has to turn around and say, okay, like, we can try the jalapeno poppers, but that's pretty much it. She's over here shaking her head at me and rolling her eyes, apparently. Yes. Uh, um, this one over here, I would actually love to see her try a scotch bonnet pepper straight up. Um, she's over here going, I, I would do that in a heartbeat. Um, but that is definitely like the Jamaican jerk spice specifically is so unique and it's so specialized to Caribbean food that we have something called folklorama back home. Mm-hmm. What is that? It's essentially all these different pavilions, well, different places that you can go, um, and each pavilion has its own music, has its own food that you can experience, as well as its own like displays and cultures. Well, we went to the Caribbean one year, Dad and I, and Dad and I decided to try, well, we're going to have the true Jamaican jerk chicken. We're going to oh, split it. Oh, Lord. And my dad cannot handle spice. He's actually worse than I am. Yeah, he is. And we're both looking at each other as they put it on the plate. And we're like, this looks really cool because it's blackened. So it's actually charred into the meat. And dad and I are like, well, we can just take the skin off and eat the chicken. And we won't get as much spice. Well, I can honestly say we were very, very, very wrong for that. Um, What I learned later on is they actually soak the chicken in the spice rub and let it marinate overnight so needless to say dad and i ended up going for the mango ice cream afterwards to try and get some of that spiciness out of our mouth hey that mango ice cream sounds pretty good oh it was i really loved it it was made with real mangoes dad on the other hand thinks it tastes like dish soap which actually mango is something that is also specialized to uh, the Caribbean is a lot of their different types of fruits. Yes. Mango is awesome. Actually, my godmother, uh, she had, she made the best, like, it was something with mango. I can't remember exactly what it was, but she picked out the best mangoes. Like, she had a certain, like, little secret that she did, and I wish I would have asked her asked her about it, but... It's actually the amount of red to green ratio for mangoes. Hmm. If there is a lot of red... Um, you usually want about a 50-50 split. If there's too much red, it's overripe, and it tends to be a lot squishier. And if it's green, it's not ripe. Um, it should not have been picked at that point, actually. Right. And actually, a quick uh, trick, if you do buy a mango that is green, you can put it into a brown paper bag and leave it out on the... She's laughing at the way I just said bag. Um, you can put it out onto the counter... And when it's out on the counter, it'll actually ripen in about three to four days. And hmm. if you want to speed up the process, you can actually put in a banana. Hmm. So, just you know, a quick tip. You know what's really good on mangoes? If you um, slice them up and kind of cut them into cubes and mm-hmm. still leave them on the uh, peel. Mm-hmm. If you put chili powder on it. Nope, can't do that. Oh, it's so good. So good. It's actually something that... They do in Mexico a lot, but I've seen it in the Caribbean. Oh, it's so good. Well, it's the sweet and spice mix. Yeah. Which is actually one of the number one flavor combinations for a lot of people. 
I myself prefer the sweet and salty, but you, on the other hand, prefer the sweet heat. <laughs> yes. You're, like, what did you do there? You're, like, some shoulder movement. It's a shoulder shimmy. A <laughs> shoulder shimmy. Oh, my goodness. This is why we need to figure out how to get a webcam for our shows. I think people would be scared if we got a webcam. Big time. Especially when we're talking about food. Because when I'm, you're talking about food. Okay, when we're also talking about places that you've been. No, when you talk about food, it's way funnier. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, so, actually speaking about food, it is now time to segue back into some music. So, we have some... Who do we have? Some Jack Johnson. And we are going to conclude today with Bob Marley, so we are going to have a couple more people in between. And when we come back, we are going to have to finish up with finishing up with the food portion, but also talk a little bit more about the music and the music influences. And we got to do that community bulletin board and the shout outs. Oh, I forgot about that. So when we come back and the five day forecast. Oh, yeah. Um, that's usually my part. Yes, that's your part. So when we come back, we are going to be doing the five day forecast, the shout out board, the community bulletin board and talking about food and music. So I do hope everybody enjoys some Jack Johnson. All right, so we're going to go ahead and get into our community bulletin board. So WCCR, your campus and community radio station, is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, and around the world via the World Wide Web. To listen to WCCR online, simply go to www.ucumberlands.edu slash WCCR and listen and click on the Listen Live link at the top of the page. You can listen to WCCR on the go anywhere, anytime. WCCR is now available for your iPhone and iPod. To download the free app, search Cumberlands on your iPhone app store. Wow, I have... Uh yeah, you could hear you whispering that. Oh, whoops. <laughs> um, she has it on the other side of the room, and I am pretty sure I have said that numerous, probably close a to... A thousand times. Yeah, that's literally how it feels. Pretty much. Like, she's on the other side of the room, and I can quote it perfectly. Which is really sad. Well, that just means how many hours I put into the... You've been here a while. Big time. I'm kind of, like, part of the fixtures by now. Yeah. There should be a permanent, like, picture on the wall of you. Not quite. Those are for the famous artists that we tend to play. Well, Jeremiah's over here. Well, he's famous. Of course. He is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So now it is time for your five, actually your seven-day forecast. Kind of changed it up a little bit today. So today it is supposed to be a high of 64 with, unfortunately, 56% chance of rain. Tomorrow, it is supposed to be sunny with a high of 57, while Friday, it's going to keep climbing with a high of 61 and sunny. Saturday through Tuesday, unfortunately, it looks like we got to get our umbrellas back out. It's supposed to be a high of 71 with rain. Sunday, April 26th, it's supposed to be a high of 59 and rain. Monday, a high of 58 and rain. And Tuesday, a high of 54 and rain. So... Over Thursday and Friday, please get out as much as you can and enjoy the sunny break that we're going to have in between all this rain, which hopefully because of all the rain that we've had, we're going to have gorgeous May flowers. I hope so. 
So now it is time for our shout out board in which we've actually kind of talked a little bit about one of the shout outs. Yeah. So, I mean, we both want to give a shout out to the women's golf team. Mm-hmm. We all played awesome this weekend and we completely dominated the tournament which i'm so excited about we got our mojo back yes and we finally got back on a winning streak and we also got to give a huge shout out to our guys team yeah they came out the first day and were leading the tournament and unfortunately they ended up finishing second but i'm super proud of all five of them like those are five freshmen going out there and competing with juniors and seniors yeah who have done this for a long time I mean, can you just imagine next year how good they're going to be? Oh, I'm super excited to be able to follow you guys online. Um, and I wish you were going to be here in person. Sorry. I got to go back. I'm graduating. I'm going to be done. Lucky you. Well, hey, you got a couple more years. Yeah. Um, I'm not ready to leave yet. No, neither am I. And I leave in two weeks. Um, it kind of hit me on the golf course. I'm like, oh, I'm leaving. I don't want to leave yet. Which is kind of weird because I feel like a lot of people would not say that, but I kind of love it here. Well, you're the exception to pretty much every rule when you're a senior, Brie. I think I'm the exception to the rule to a lot of things. (laughs) But we also got to give a huge shout out to certain individuals. Um, I'm going to give the women's all-conference teams and Annabeth is going to give the men's. So for the women's on the second team, all-conference team, we have Miss Candice Lindicue, who has worked her tail off. Yeah, she has. Um, she may be one of the shortest, but she's deadly with her hybrids. And she, what, she sprained a ligament? Yes. Yeah. She ended up messing up her foot, so for almost close to an entire month, she was off. So for her to come back and to absolutely kill it the way that she did, I am super, super proud of her. Me too. And then we also have some first-team all-conference players. Um, we have the Ms. top four on the all-conference team was you know from UC. Just saying that that is very true. Yep. Um, so Annabeth McKay, which is DJ McKay sitting right across from me, um, Rachel Pingleton, Caitlin Riley, and myself all became first-team all-conference. And we gotta give a shout out to Rachel individually because she went out there the first day and shot two under par yes which was huge especially for the conditions because it was rainy it was pouring it really couldn't make up its mind this week what it wanted to do no it was awful Mm -hmm. and annabeth actually has our guys update so on the second team we had gustav beckvid who is from sweden Mm -hmm. callum Yes, Callum. I can't quite pronounce his last name, but he's from Scotland. Because mm-hmm. they pronounce it wrong at the uh, ceremony, and I just started laughing. I find it funny. They butchered his name and got my name correct. Well, you saw at the at the uh, banquet, mm-hmm. Rachel had to help him with, you, with your name because they couldn't quite figure it out. He's like, Toka, nope, just not going to happen. Nope. <laughs> yep, exactly. So we had Gustav and Callum. And we had, who else? And then for our first team... We had Martin Jakobsen, who's also from Sweden, and Harry Bailey, who's from England. Yeah. So it's actually pretty cool to see five freshmen. We had... Ben Kendrick was on there, too. Yes, he was. He was on... Was he on the first or the second? I think he was first. Yeah. And he's he's from Kentucky. I'm not sure where, yes. though. He's from Boyle County, same as uh, Rachel. So I remember... Uh, 
coach going up to him and saying, well, you played well today, but uh, Rachel beat you, so you're not the lowest from Boyle County today. And he and was he so bad. Too. Yeah, and he shot even par. So I think it's pretty awesome to say that we had six freshmen in the all-conference uh, teams this year, which I think is absolutely mind-blowing. Well, it shows you how great our program is. And how great our individuals are. Like, for all those freshmen to come together at the very end and go out there and kill it the way that they did oh, yeah. is amazing. And the weather this week was n- way less well, than was ideal. awful. It, I mean, it was rainy and cold and windy. Like, 20 mile an hour wind. And at some points it got really hot as well. Yeah, the second day it got pretty hot. And it really did not know if it wanted to rain or have the sun come out. Yeah, no, it was being bipolar. It's always bipolar when we golf. That's true. So our local time is 12.53. So we're going to wrap up with uh, just touching a little bit more on the Caribbean influence in terms of music. I know Annabeth has a couple tidbits. And then we're going to finish off with... One more Bob Marley song. Yeah. So, you know, we kind of, we were talking during the break and we wanted to move into more about how reggae music and island music has influenced popular music now. And I actually shared this little tidbit with Bree that um, the song Rude by Magic was the f- is the first reggae song in about 25 years to go number one on the top 40 in America. Wow, that that blows my mind because I feel like it has such a big influence on our culture. And to think that it's the first time in so many years, it's just mind-boggling to me. Well, we haven't really had anyone, I mean, since Bob Marley, who has been a huge reggae, you know, performer. That's true. So, I mean, yeah, it's it's a big, you know, genre of music, but it's not, I mean, we don't have a very popular, you know, performer, yeah. unfortunately. And I think the cool thing is, is like, um, I know Weezer has pulled influence from it. I know Jack Johnson has the Beach Boys. Which reminds me, we need to play Weezer, too. Hopefully we'll have time for that. Yes, hopefully. Um but so many of these mainstream artists are using it as a backing almost to a lot of their songs and almost an influence. I'm just shocked that that's how many years it's been since yeah. I was, Jamaican. I was really shocked when, I mean, you know, Magic is not Jamaican, mm-hmm. a Jamaican band. But, I mean, I was really shocked that it's the first time in 25, 25-ish years, it might have been longer than that, that it really, you know came into the popular culture Mm -hmm. so i think that's just nuts Mm -hmm. (laughs) but i think that's really really cool and especially to see that genre starting to come back yeah so as i said we are going to finish out with some bob marley but she wants some weezer played so we're going to play both of them for you guys i do hope you guys enjoyed the show and actually this is our second last show our last show is next wednesday that's so sad So I really hope everybody can tune in. I know, Annabeth, it has been a real pleasure to finally have a co-host, I do have to say. Um, 
And for the rest of today, you'll be listening to the WCCR favorites from one till two. Two to three is Fuel for the Soul with Keith DeVoe and LD Fielder. Three to four is the Prague Hour with JP Kirby. And four to six is Strictly the 60s with Keith Semmel. So here is some Weezer and some Bob Marley. I hope everybody enjoys. And if you like listening to what I have to say, you can come in and tune in tomorrow for a new edition of The Last Bite. So here is Weezer and Bob Marley. See you, everyone. <laughs> 